Hey guys, welcome to Conversations. I'm your co-host, Jess Bridgerod. And I'm Richie Tobin. And this week we are talking about women's soccer, epilepsy awareness month, and the cold and flu season. But first, Jess, how have you been? I've been good, you know? Like, even though the flu is going around and like COVID and stuff like that, I haven't gotten sick, knock on wood, but like, I feel like my immune system is protecting me so far, you know? How oh, are you? That's pretty <laughs> solid. I, You know, I've been living. I'm pretty tired. Haven't gotten sick, but I am brutally tired i was just in the 24-hour film fest this Mm. weekend and stayed up about 35 hours totally worth it because i had so much fun but no sleep down in five hour energies for like i like three of them maybe that's not good for you not good at all (laughs) my system was just all jittery and (laughs) but we do have a very special guest today she's also our producer of this podcast yes we do anya how are you i am you know, I'm hanging in there. Um, we've got a few weeks left. All I'm thinking about is stuffing on my plate. Yup. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys are too. Oh, 100%. And a nap. That's. <laughs> I just want <laughs> Thanksgiving food and a nap and that's it. And to not get sick because no, feel yeah. Knock on wood, knock on wood. <laughs> this like three month period here is probably my favorite time of like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like the food, the food that you eat. You go from candy to like turkey dinner like christmas dinner and it's pretty and iconic stuff. it is it's the best best time of the year it, my opinion at least. no it absolutely is i love the build-up to christmas oh yeah afterwards. oh and then it's the worst because then it's just cold for no reason like i love the first snow when it comes down and then after that it just is terrible what do you guys like because there's obviously foods that go with each sort of holiday what does your family do for new year's like what is the new year's food for you guys you're, I feel like you guys are gonna laugh at me when I say this, but it's Chinese food. Oh, no, okay, Chinese, no, that's, no, that's same here, same here. No, that's yeah. <laughs> I always have Chinese food on New Year's. It's, yeah. it's like tradition. Yeah, I love it because growing up, my parents like literally don't cook, and if I eat my mom's cooking, I know I'm gonna be sick. Oh, same so, here. <laughs> yeah. So they would always just get like Chinese takeout. I think take it'd be, like fried rice and mm-hmm. like um, I don't even remember, but I would devour the baby corn. It was so good. <laughs> I'm the king of takeout. I've had like every single fast food place imaginable, even everywhere in like Hamden area. Like I eat it all. And like, you know, that might sound risky, but yeah. That, well, you guys, a couple episodes back, we're talking about how you both sort of suck at cooking. So that doesn't surprise (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, things have not changed. Mm -mm. I feel like it's genetic because my mom (laughs) is not a good cook. I'm not a good cook. And I don't think my siblings are good cooks either. I don't know if it's genetic as much as just I never learned. I need to learn. I need like a cooking lesson. Oh my god, I love cooking. I <laughs> oh cook day god. in, day out. I'm chef. You gotta teach us. Yeah, teach me. I need well, a cooking one on one. I was like six years old. My mom had me at the kitchen table, like chopping stuff and sauteing it, and like I probably cooked my first meal, like two side dishes, protein, grain, when I was like eight or nine. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I can't do that. I cooked a meal last night. I thought it was pristine. 10 out of 10. I got frozen nuggets, put them in the oven 20 minutes, right on out. It was good stuff. I, <laughs> I just, I feel like that's possibly not cooking. Uh, you know, that's, that, <laughs> that's what my roommates tell me, but. One of my uh, friends here, because I grew up, like, everything is, like, from fresh, like, very rarely, rarely frozen. And she only ate lean cuisines. And we lived together last semester. <laughs> lean and I was cuisine. like shook. And she was like, this is normal for me. And I had to like rewire my brain because I had only seen them in commercials and didn't know real people ate them. Oh, I oh ate those gosh. as I, a kid. I feel like I ate them a lot last year because, you know, living alone in the apartment, hate cooking. So I would get the frozen dinners when I was too <laughs> lazy. But like, 
I feel like I've only had them like once or twice. What were those other ones where like they used to come in like baggy lunch? I used to get it when I was a kid. I feel like Lunchables is what they're called. Lunchables? Yeah, Lunchables are gas. They're iconic. <laughs> and the fact that you can't remember the name of a Lunchables. I haven't had a Lunchable since I was like four. Nah, probably 10. But I've like, had like still one long Lunchable time. in my whole life. And it's because <gasps> really? one of my friends at school was like, here, have a bite. No, oh, they're good. It. They're good. What's your favorite one? I love the pizza ones. I get the nachos a lot too. No, the pizza is so Pizza good. hits. Pizza hits. No, I thought I was a chef when I was like seven. I was like, oh. <laughs> My own pizzeria was like in my <laughs> kitchen, but <laughs> loved it. Speaking of nutrient-dense food, you know what athletic team here really needs some games right now? What? Our women's soccer. They have been working hard all season. They finally just brought the MAC title um, home, and that is the first time ever in program history that they've done that. And um, it's their first time being able to go back to the NCAA since 2000, which I think is super duper impressive. I personally don't like sports, but uh, what are your guys' opinions on, on soccer and QU athletics? Oh, that's huge. I mean, I think that's so amazing. And I was unfortunately not able to go to the game, but I was reading about it. And I know that they were like pretty tied up in the first half and then just dominated in the second. And I'm pretty sure that was due to Rebecca Cook, who was like pretty much the team's MVP all season was really grinding and so i mean i love to hear that i love hearing quinnipiac thriving <laughs> no i agree with you richie uh definitely rebecca cook she is a beast out on that field i personally i love sports anyone that knows me yankees girl giants girl um but yeah i don't follow soccer too much but i mean i have so much pride that we go to quinnipiac and the fact that like that title is associated with us i'm like oh we're cool like i love it <laughs> i'm so proud of them even though they don't know me, but it's fine. <laughs> I love how, like, I don't follow anything with Quinnipiac Sports, but then whenever we win something, I'm like, yeah, we did that. Yeah. I'm a part of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my school. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone listening wants to know more about the game, we have a preview of it on the front page of the newspaper for this week. Also in the newspaper this week, I don't know if you guys have had the chance to read it, but there was an extremely eye-opening piece an opinion piece on Epilepsy Awareness Month, and I think that that needs to be much more talked about. Definitely. I thought the article was so interesting. I mean, I normally don't read opinion pieces, but I thought this one was super interesting and had no idea there were 65 million people, you know, with epilepsy, including 3.5 million Americans. Isn't that nuts? It is. I feel like it needs to be a lot more talked about inside of our society. The, the author mentioned that by first grade, they had been inside of more like CAT scans and things like that mm -hmm. than anyone is in their entire lifetime. And just the amount of like struggle and pain behind that, like I feel like this needs to be a lot more talked about and expressed. And there's definitely like, I think this perception that you get from like Hollywood, which I know Richie, you're probably gonna agree with this <laughs> from all your, your movie watching experiences. But I feel like epilepsy is one of those things where like everyone sort of knows what it is, but they only know what it is because they've seen someone like have a seizure on their TV screen or everyone's like, oh, flash warning for people with epilepsy before you watch a video that has like colored lights or like strobe lights or something like that. But it's so much more than that. And there's so many different types that um, Milton Wolfenden got into, who's the staff writer that wrote the article for this week. And I totally agree with you guys. I mean, he was talking about how there's not even technically a cure for it, but he thinks that if, you know, there was more resources and more of a focus that there probably could be one. And it just, I can't imagine living with something like that. No, you're 100% right. And also on the Hollywood aspect of that, I mean, I see that in movie theaters all the time, of like the epilepsy warning. And it's kind of the only thing I knew for so long before reading this piece. It's just that like, 
I mean, I feel like most people know the seizures in that aspect, but there's so much more to epilepsy. And that's why I feel like this awareness month is so important. Definitely. I agree. And I wish I watched more shows that brought awareness to this. Cause like, I feel like in shows you see the cancer patients and stuff like that, but this is never talked about. No, not, not like they don't have as many characters that have epilepsy in shows and media other than just like a really quick one second warning in the front, which like isn't even as expressed. Like people don't even think about it before they make these movies. There's always so many issues of like shows that come on TV and have all these bright flashing lights and it, they don't even have the awareness like in their heads to think about. Like it's always put in after something bad happens. Well, also speaking about health, I know we brought this into the combo a little bit earlier, but I don't know about y'all. I know too many people that are sick right now oh, and it is freaking me out because I don't have time for that. <laughs> I, I hate being sick. It slows everything down and I, you know, I'm taking my immune gummies every morning. I've been taking my zinc, which apparently is supposed to fight off COVID. So I don't know about what, what, what's going on with you guys right now. Anya, when you mentioned your gummies, I'm telling you, I set a timer on my phone when I need to take my vitamins because I'm so paranoid if I don't take them that I will get sick because the coughs that I'm hearing around ca- campus are just, oh my God. they're crazy. Disgusting. Oh, they nasty. are crazy. <laughs> like if I knew I had a nasty cough like that, I would wear my mask. But it's the fact that the person next to me in class is like hacking up a lung w- without a mask. And I'm just like, you're bold and brave for showing up to class like that. I'd be Not so only embarrassed. I, yeah, I wouldn't I'd go to like, class. I'd stay at home. I'd be so embarrassed. It's just like a wet and you're just like, <laughs> you're being such a distraction. Everyone in the room is judging you and being like, I wish I wasn't sitting next to this person. Right now. I like flinch when I hear coughs. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, I like, ah. Do you feel I like, jump back. Was that a thing that you did before COVID or after? Oh, before too. Wow. I, I've always been, COVID did not affect me. Like, I was always very I'm a germaphobe, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I jump back. People got to stay home. You're sick. Stay home. Get well, away uh, from Richie, me. Richie, I'm a little worried about you because in our last episode, we're talking about how infrequently you sleep and I how do. little sleep you get. And speaking and of, that's, yeah. that's the biggest culprit to keeping that immune system running. Well, I was just in the 24-hour film fest, too. I didn't sleep for 35 hours. Richie. I have not been getting my sleep. That's how people get sick. But also, you know, I have a strong body. Right? <laughs> I'm built diffy, so <laughs> <laughs> sickness got nothing on me. It's the coughs for me, but when I hear somebody blowing their nose, <laughs> stop it. Literally stop it. Like in my 8 a.m., if I if I hear someone blowing their nose, I will get a headache. Like, guys, it just makes me so mad. Like, do you feel my frustration? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it's a pet peeve of mine, too. Just like grossness around me. <laughs> sickness. Yeah, it's just, you know, stay home, stay in bed, get your rest, have some soup, you know, stay out of my face. Quinnipiac is actually doing um flu shot and COVID-19 booster clinics on campus right now. So I definitely think that, I don't know if anyone in this room is doing that. I have my COVID booster tomorrow. Um, I unfortunately was busy during all the flu shot clinics, but I think people should definitely take advantage of that. It's super cool that Quinnipiac is bringing that here. And I think a lot of that has to do with our partnership with Hartford Healthcare, just making healthcare more accessible to our students on campus. And I'm glad that the school's making that a priority this year. Oh, 100%. And I mean, it's so important to, like, I'm super boosted up. Whatever COVID booster comes out, I'm getting it instantly. And I I think that's such an important thing. Just vaccinated, don't get sick, 
Although, like I said, I'm Bill Diffy, so I haven't been <laughs> sick. I haven't been sick in like three years, and I keep that no strong. Way. No, I'm just Bill Diffy. And I go out all the time. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Wait. I'm just built diffy. Like, you <laughs> haven't had a runny nose or a cough or a sore throat? None of that? Nah, not for like a hot minute. Not like something too serious that lasts like longer than like a couple days. It's the chicken nuggets. It is. <laughs> it has no, to it be. is. It's all this trash that I put into my body. Like, it just dissolves in there. And it's, uh, it's the vitamins that they pack in. Right, of course. The unheard of vitamins <laughs> in like Elio's pizza. Mmm. <laughs> I wish I was like you. <laughs> no, I can never. But something that's like a bit concerning is like this respiratory virus. Have you guys heard of it? I have. Ooh, what well, are your thoughts? I'm scared. <laughs> RSV has actually like been around for evs, but people just think of it as like a baby thing because most people get it before age two. But now we're seeing like a super duper rise in school age children, which isn't normal. And then also adults having it as a byproduct of like wearing masks for so long and stuff. And my sister actually has RSV right now. And she texted me today. She was like, girl, don't get this. I felt great yesterday. And now I feel like I got hit by a truck. It's like very similar symptoms to COVID actually. Mm -mm. I haven't gotten COVID and I don't want this yet. Knock on wood. I really hope I don't get them. But I did have the flu my freshman year and that I died. I literally died. My body felt so weak. And I remember just having the chills like all the time, which was horrible. No, being sick is the worst. That's why I don't get sick. And that's why <laughs> sick people got to stay away from me. You must Amherst. They have hand, foot and mouth going around. Right oh, oh. Avoiding all my UMass friends now. Every single one of them, you're getting blocked. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> not getting that. No yeah. shot. Workplaces and college campuses have seen like a spike in hand, foot, and mouth right now. I'm I'm like waiting for it to come to Quinnipiac. I'm so nervous. That's so bleh. gross. Gross. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. I don't even know all the details there. Just the fact that it's called hand, foot, and mouth disease. It's like a rash that you get at those parts of your body. And it's uh, like bubbly and itchy and red. I don't like that. Very <laughs> contagious. I can't deal with that. Also in the Chronicle paper this week, there was an article on snoring that I feel like needs to be addressed. <laughs> this is a health issue too. This is. Snoring, snoring is too hated on, guys. Way too hated on. I'm a snoring connoisseur of sorts you know you snore oh i snore heavy ew, ew. heavy Yuck. Not all right man. and people hate it my girlfriend got me these friggin breath stripped things where i have to tape my nose up and i'm not wearing them <laughs> that's so humbling it i mean it's just like it's weird like i gotta tape my i did it once and it was just was weird ew. well does she snore yeah and so <gasps> oh, why can't we why. just both snore <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> No, I hate snoring with the burning passion. If you're snoring, I will go into a different room. I will sleep on the couch. I'll sleep in my car. Do not snore next to me. Are you a light sleeper? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm such a light sleeper. And I remember going on like family vacations and I was like really little, like three or four. And I would share a room with my parents and my dad would snore like it was nobody's business i was like we're gonna get a noise complaint this man is so loud and i couldn't sleep and i ended up being like so bitter on the whole trip he was like why are you mad i'm like because you snore too loud it was crazy horrible my parents actually both have sleep apnea so i can't like get mad but it's they both are very loud snorers for that reason which i don't know if you guys know what that is but that basically is like you stop breathing while you're sleeping and then you breathe again and it makes like snoring really, really bad. 
Um, so my mom wears the like oxygen mask to go to bed that you're supposed to wear to mitigate it. My dad doesn't. He did the whole mouth guard thing. Didn't really work, but I'm at Quinnipiac most of the time. So now it's like fine, but definitely same situation. Just not even family vacay, just <laughs> growing up. My bedroom's like literally four or five feet from my parents, just like down the hallway. And they both, the two of them all night, it's like so bad. This is a hot take right here, but I don't mind the sound of snoring. Honestly, Richie. it's a little like, not to say relaxing, but it puts me to sleep. Like that's what sleep sounds Yo, like. That's you know how that's it's like, crazy. you know how people listen to like white noise or things like that when they go to bed? Oh, I love listening to rain noises. Yeah, like no. so, there are some good sleep sounds. I like sounds. Rain is the best thing for sleeping, it knocks me out. But if I hear someone snoring next to me, it's like, ah, all right, it's bedtime. I'm going to bed. It puts my mind in sleep mode. Mm-mm. I need the noise of a fan and that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> what if it's like, freezing cold i'll have it on but i'll face it like opposite like to the wall so i'm not like shivering i think any noise helps me go to sleep it like fans rain wind i don't like the sound of wind i love the sound of wind so i've been like conditioned um to need sound now but my whole life i needed like pitch silence and then i got to college and every one of my roommates was like i need a fan or like i need to put my white noise machine on and now the other day, like, my roommate was visiting her boyfriend, and it was just me, and I literally it was silent, and I could <laughs> not fall asleep. I was like, what has happened? It's me? eerie. I don't like it. I don't like silence in general. It just makes Neither. me feel uncomfortable. I, like, overthink when it's silent, and I think that's why I need a noise to, like, fall asleep to at night, because when it's silent, I'm just like, this is weird. I feel like I can hear myself breathe right now. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like my heart racing. I'm like, ew, I hate it. <laughs> My roommate has like a CD and it's like whale noises. <laughs> I think what? that's so funny. Yeah, they go to bed to like, <laughs> like it's like really weird, like whale noises going through. Oh my god! And I guess it's so common. Funny. Like they sell it in like a disc. Like people listen to it. Wow. That's how people go to bed. Everyone needs a little noise, <laughs> so everyone needs a little snore. That's why I'm not taping my nose up. You know, it's just this weird little piece of tape. Oh, my girlfriend bought it for me, too. She brought it in like a, it was like a present. She was like, I got you something. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, now you get to tape your nose up at night. <laughs> Speaking of sleeping, I'm going to be doing a lot of that for Thanksgiving break. So what is one thing you guys are like really looking forward to? Food. Yeah. Um, For me, I have a lot of siblings. I have three of them. And we're almost never in the same house anymore because like we're all old now. So I'm, I'm just really excited to see them and actually be in a household full of like my siblings because it hasn't happened in like a year so i'm excited to see them that's nice no i'm excited to see family but i'm most excited to eat food and on that note i am pretty hungry so i would say till the next time i'm your co-host richie tobin and i'm your other co-host jess bridgerod anya it was great having you on this episode Of course, anytime. I'm always here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Stay tuned and hear from us in just a couple of weeks. Bye.